Welcome to episode 10 of the Legacy Video Lounge. I'm your host, Steve Pender. I'm a personal historian and video biographer, and I'm president of Family Legacy Video Incorporated in Tucson, Arizona. You can visit Family Legacy Video on the web at familylegacyvideo.com. In this segment, I'll describe one of the important first steps for any video biography project, the pre-interview. And we'll get started right after this. My grandparents started our family business with a used truck and a dream. Now we have a fleet. And when my kids join the company, their great-grandparents are going to tell them how it all began, thanks to Family Legacy Video. Now you can share your life stories and a custom legacy video your family will cherish. To learn more, visit FamilyLegacyVideo.com or call 520-743-4090. That's 520-743-4090. FamilyLegacyVideo.com. You know, I think one of the biggest impediments to, to starting any kind of a project, be it a family legacy video or an autobiography or anything really that is going to require some work and a lot of steps is, you know, just uh, 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 looking at the project in total and thinking, oh my gosh, look at all the work that's going to be involved. You know, have any of you uh, listening I know this is going to date me, but <laughs> but anyway, you know, have you ever been in the situation where, you know, you've thrown all your photos into a shoebox and it's been going on for years and you decide one day you're going to organize them and put them into an album and you open up the box and oh my gosh, you look at all these hundreds of photos and quickly close the box and shove it back into the closet. You know, I, I've been in that situation and I'm sure a lot of people have. And even in, uh, even in today's digital world, it's kind of the same. You know, people have digital shoeboxes, be it their computer drives or, uh, or, or their phones or, or, or whatever. And, you know, all these photos and images and videos are piling up and they're not being curated in any way or organized. Or... So, uh, so it's, a, it's kind of a big step to, to decide that you're going to do that. And, and of course, when you decide you're going to do that, well, where do you start? You know, that's the uh, that's one of the biggest concerns, and and that's kind of the same way when uh, you're considering a video biography project. Okay, whether you're going to hire somebody like Family Legacy Video or whether you're going to do it yourself, you know, there there uh, you're going to benefit from organization. Okay, uh, organizing for success uh, is uh, is the way I like to think about it because, well, let's take a look at video biographies, for instance, uh, or even an autobiography that would kind of follow the same path. Uh, any any video biography, really any film or television project, is going to uh, be comprised of three basic steps. Okay, you've got your pre-production. This is uh, everything you need to do to prepare for shooting your interviews, shooting whatever other footage you're going to shoot, uh, acquire your visuals, that sort of thing. Okay, and that's so that's pre-production. Production is uh, the lights, camera, action part of it. Okay, so that's where, as I said, you're, you're going to be videotaping or recording your interviews and acquiring visuals and all the other elements that are going to go into the video biography. And then there's post-production. Uh, think of it simply as the editing process. This is where you're going to take all the material you've acquired, uh, organize it, and put it together into the final video, and then 
create your your DVD or your MP4 files or or whatever form uh, the video biography is going to take for distribution. So what I want to spend a few minutes on in this segment is one of the very first steps in pre-production, and I, I think it's pretty vital, and it's called the pre-interview. So what is a pre-interview? Okay, let's start there. That's pretty basic. A pre-interview is the interview before the on-camera interview. Um, and it can be one session. It can take uh, several sessions. Depends on the uh, uh, how much material you or your storyteller wants to cover and, and maybe his or her energy level. You know, you might need one or more sessions. And this is where you kind of get your first sit-down and first face-to-face, -face, if you're local or if not voice-to-voice, -voice, you know, if you're speaking via phone with someone at a distant location. And it's the first opportunity you get to, uh, to kind of start to break the ice and, and get to know the storyteller you're going to interview and, and get the information that's going to be vital, that's going to help you uh, create your questions and conduct your interview. And so what I want to do is, is to touch... Uh, on some of the benefits that a pre-interview provides. And then we'll talk a little bit about technique and, uh, and then the steps that follow uh, after, immediately after the pre-interview. These are kinds of the things that I do when I'm starting to, uh, to work on a new video biography project. So, uh, you know, we've signed on the dotted line, and I want to set up an, uh, a pre-interview and get to know the storyteller a little bit. So, if they're local, I'll set up a time when I can visit them at home. If not, we'll set up a phone call. And, uh, and then we'll start a conversation, basically, where I am asking them questions and finding out exactly what their stories are and finding out the things that they, they want to talk about. Okay, so, so that's basically what happens during a pre-interview. So what are the, some of the benefits of, of conducting a pre-interview? A pre-interview provides the background information uh, you are going to really need when you sit down and start drafting the questions that you're going to be asking during the on-camera or on-mic if you're, if you're creating an audio biography interview. Okay, and I, I can't point to the importance of, of this kind of background information enough. You know, the last thing that you want to do is to show up on somebody's doorstep with your camera crew or with your digital audio recorder and your microphones and go in cold. Uh, you know, you're going to spend a lot of time getting to know one another. Um, you're going to spend a lot of time fishing around for information if you haven't done this background homework. Really, it's going to save you a, a lot of time during the recording, okay? So it's, it's vital to have this background information. Uh, once you get it, you know, you'll sit down and look at it, and then you'll decide how to ask the questions, how to sequence your questions in order to elicit the information that you've gleaned during this, this uh, pre-interview, okay? Very, very important. And kind of part and parcel with that is that you'll go into that interview knowing a lot of the background information. Now, naturally, some things new may come up during the course of the interview. That, that happens. It's only natural. But, uh, but you'll have your list of questions. 
Uh, you'll know your background information, and you know, maybe you go off on a tangent with a new story, but then you'll be able to come back, look at your list, and pick up where you left off. Knowing this background information will allow you during an interview to ask follow-up questions if you need to. Quite often, you'll get a story during a pre-interview, you know, maybe a great story, and certainly you want to ask a question about that during the interview, but maybe during the on-camera interview, the storyteller doesn't give you the complete story like he or she did during the pre-interview. Well, you'll know that because you'll know the background information. So if there's a place they didn't mention or a date or a person or an incident, you can follow that up with a question designed specifically for that information during the course of your interview because you'll know you're missing it. Okay, so that's, that's really, really vital. So other than that, that important background information stuff that will allow you to draft your questions and, and ask follow-up questions if you need to, there are some other benefits I've found over the years of, of conducting these pre-interviews. First of all, and I, I mentioned this a little bit, but it breaks the ice. Okay, it gets you to uh, start to know your storyteller a little bit, and the storyteller will, will get to know you. And most importantly, I think, know that you're interested in what he or she has to say. Okay, so it's a great icebreaker. It also kind of kickstarts the recollection process, the reminiscence part of the, the process. Uh, you know, the storyteller will start to remember incidents uh, that he or she will want to talk about as you talk about them during the pre-interview, but then things will continue to percolate afterwards. So they'll remember stories in between the pre-interview and, uh, and the on-camera interview that they'll want to talk about, and then may, may let you know that they've remembered these things uh, you know, as you follow up afterwards, uh, and, uh, and that's great. And, and so, uh, so it gets that, that process, that reminiscence process uh, kind of percolating. Another way it'll help you as the interviewer is that... It, uh, as you as you look at the information that you've gleaned during the pre-interview, it's going to help you generate ideas for visuals. You know, if we're doing a more deluxe family legacy video, for instance, we, we look to the family to provide as many photos or films or memorabilia that they have, uh, keepsakes, uh, that, that we can incorporate as visuals to help enhance and illustrate the stories being told. And also at the higher end, if we're doing a deluxe video biography where I'm going out and I'm looking for archival materials, having this information will help me there as well. You know, if they talk about such and such an, an incident or such and such a place, I'll know to look for those things to help illustrate those, those uh, stories. And, uh, and what I'll do when I put this list together uh, of visuals, I call it my visuals li uh, wish list, I'll be able to submit that to the family you know, and, and say, okay, do you have photos of these people in these places and uh, get them to start working, collecting those things. Now, they may not have uh, everything I ask for, but that's fine. It always helps to ask. You never know what, what, what will turn up. And so, uh, so that's uh, another very important uh, benefit, giving you those ideas to start building your, your visuals wish list. Another thing I found that's, that's helpful, one of the last benefits I'll touch on here, is that it helps to reveal speech patterns. You know, maybe your storyteller is a 
slow talker. Maybe he or she takes long pauses as they think about, well, how do they want to phrase the next part of the story? Or maybe they're a fast talker, you, you know. So it helps to, to know these things so that when you get into the actual on-camera interview, you're not necessarily stepping on them. You know, someone may pause and you're sitting there thinking, oh, do I need to jump in here? Have they forgotten something or whatever? But, uh, you know, not knowing their speech patterns, if they're a slow talker, if they take those long pauses and you don't know that going in, it you may step on them a few times um, before you get used to the way they speak. And, uh, you know, we don't want to do that because, uh, well, at least I don't because in the finished uh, uh, the finished product, uh, you never really hear my voice. Very rare exceptions. I, I like to set it up so that the storyteller is, is the one that you're hearing and seeing throughout the video biography. So, so anyway, that's another, uh, another benefit for you as the interviewer. Okay. You get to, uh, you get to learn the speech patterns of the person that you're going to be interviewing. Okay. So, those are some of the benefits, uh, so I really suggest you, you in, incorporate a pre-interview on the basis of these benefits into your workflow as you start to, to plan your, uh, your video biography and, and get it underway. Now, techniques. You're going to be using a telephone, okay, if they're at a distant location, or if they're hip and they have Skype, maybe you'll Skype, but at least, you know, you'll be doing a voice-to-voice -voice communication. Uh, or you'll be there in person. Quite often during a pre-interview, there, there's a lot of material that gets covered, and especially if, if someone's a fast talker and, and you go there only with like a pencil or a pen and paper, you know, you're going to be writing like crazy. So it, it, it helps to be able, at least I found it helps me to be able to take some written notes along the way, maybe some highlights that I want to underline, but, but what is vital is to be able to make an audio recording of the pre-interview, okay, and, and to have that to review later, because believe me, you're going to miss stuff if you just try to write all the, everything down uh, longhand, or even on, a, even on a laptop or a notepad if you're, if you're going to be taking your notes that way. So uh, if, you're, if you're going to be conducting a telephone interview, a very handy app that you can look for is called Tape a Call, okay? It's, a, it's an app for a smartphone, and uh, it costs all of $9.95. And it, it's pretty cool because what it allows you to do, uh, it kind of sets up a conference call, and, the, and then it records both sides of a, con a conversation. Pretty easy to get the hang of using it. And then after you... Um, after you end the phone call, it will process the, uh, the phone call recording and then you'll have a link and you can just download the recording and review the, uh, review the recording at your leisure and, then, and, and use that as a valuable aid to, to help you uh, uh, draft your questions. So, uh, so the tape call app, I'd, I'd highly recommend that if you're going to be doing an interview by phone using a smartphone. A great little app. I even use it to record uh, interviews for uh, my podcasts and the podcast, other podcasts I, I do for other folks. So, you know, it, 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 it does certainly sound like you're over a phone, but the quality is, is pretty darn good. And certainly, uh, if you're just going to be using it as reference, it's, it's terrific. Okay, so tape a call. Remember that. Now, if you're going to be uh, interviewing someone locally and you're going to be doing this in person, then get a, di a little digital audio uh, recorder. I have a consumer level audio recorder I use for this purpose. 
and could cost me $99. And uh, so I walk in, I just let the folks know that I'm going to be recording so they're aware of it. And uh, I just set this little recorder down, I started recording, set it on the table in between us, and, and then we talk. And then afterwards, I stop the recording and take it home and offload the uh, the recording that way and, and use that just as uh, I would the recording from the Tape of Call app. Review that, draft any notes I need to draft, and uh, and use that to, to create my questions. Okay, so, and, and I, I want to emphasize that while the pre-interview takes the form of a casual conversation, you're working. As the interviewer, you're working. You need to listen actively. You need to ask follow-up questions if there's uh, anything that piques your interest or if there's more information you feel you need about a, a particular episode in somebody's life. Take pains to make this as casual and comfortable for your storyteller as possible. But remember, you're working, okay? So you need to make sure you leave that pre-interview session or sessions with the with the information you need uh, to uh, correctly conduct the on-camera interview. All righty. Now, uh, briefly, what happens after the pre-interview? Well, as I mentioned, you want to review the recording and your notes. Okay. You want to draft your questions. We'll we'll talk a little bit more about questions in a future podcast. The proper way to phrase them, but. You know, you don't want to, in a nutshell, you don't want to create questions that are just yes or no questions, okay? So so look at your information and think about how to sequence your questions and about how to ask them so you elicit the information that you got during the pre-interview. Remember, we don't want any just yes or no answers, okay? Very important. And uh, also, I just want to mention again that visuals wish list. That's something that I also generate based on the pre-interview, okay? And then it's on to planning for your shoot, and we'll, we'll talk about that in a, in a future podcast as well. And so that's it for this segment of the Legacy Video Lounge. And if you have any questions or comments, please, please email them to me at steve at familylegacyvideo.com. And as always, if you like the podcast, I invite you to subscribe. And so until next time, I'm Steve Pender reminding you that everyone has a story. Isn't it time you told yours? Music